Welcome to the Sacred Feminine Power Podcast, where we explore the many facets of feminine power and why it is so important for women and for men to step into this power in our world at this time. This is Emmy from Feminine Revered, and my magical guest for today is Alex Frace. Alex is a naturopath, herbalist, nutritionist, and iridologist by profession, although this is more of an entry point into the real work that he does, which is very much more on the spiritual medicines line. He has followed what some may call a spiritual path for the last eight years and developed many of his natural gifts through this. Alex works with works intimately with plants. He has a very deep connection with these plants and they are one of the sources of the medicine that he works with currently. Welcome, Alex. Thank you very much, Amy, for having me. An absolute pleasure to be here. Mm, it's a blessing to have you with us and I'm excited to learn from you today. <laughs> very sweet of you. I'm very happy to, very, and excited to share. Brilliant. Well, let's jump straight in then, Alex. I always like to ask my guests, first and foremost, what does sacred feminine power mean to you? Oof, big question. I like it. Nice way to get started. Uh, <laughs> so for me, sacred feminine power, it means, uh, it means so much and in many different ways. So when I really think about the feminine, I'm thinking about creation. I'm thinking about nurturing. I'm thinking about intuition, love, um, beauty, not like physical, well, physical beauty also, but also much deeper than that, like the pure essence of what beauty is and how it's, it's within all of us and how important it is for, for us to tap into it. Um, and I think... For men, it's, it's very much getting in, in touch with that and being comfortable with that, being comfortable with being a little bit softer, being a little bit more in their pure essence as opposed to what they've been taught to be in. It's a very, it's one of our primordial essences, energies of creation that allows us to connect, allows us to evolve, allows us to feel um, it has so many different facets and so many different modalities. It's, it's really difficult to sort of explain, uh, but it's, for me, it's very much that inner feeling of divinity um, as much as we, we can feel it within our, within our human selves. It's, it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And it's, I almost feel as if putting it into words doesn't quite do it justice. Like we're trying to find words to describe something which is indescribable. Mm. But we do the best that we can with the, the language that we have. Beautiful. The primordial essence of creation. That's quite a beautiful way of putting it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you say that it's difficult to put it into words and I completely agree with that. Perhaps if you described it from your own perspective, from what you have gone through yourself and how you started to learn about the sacred feminine power within your own life, would you mind sharing perhaps one challenge that you've faced that's really helped you to activate sacred feminine power within you and on your path? Uh, sure, absolutely. Um, one big issue has always... 
as funny enough, it's always been about accepting the way that I am. Mm. And I am to what most people would seem a more of a, a feminine man. And I've always had a natural talent, gift, affinity, whatever you wish to call it, around nature, around animals, around babies or children, around things which are potentially deemed a bit more on the feminine aspect. And towards healing arts. And since I was a kid, I was always told you have this healing gift. And I was just used to look at them like, yeah, okay. Um, I'm 12 years old. I don't really know what to do with this. <laughs> and uh, unfortunately, the internet wasn't as uh, as populated with articles as, as it is now, mm-hmm. which is wonderful. But it would, the, the challenge which falls from that is essentially it's difficult to accept that part of yourself uh, within today's construct because it's not really what a man is meant to be. It's not really the way a man should be and has to be, which is all about, well, in today's society, at least around you know goals, objectives, money, alpha, domination, all these type of characteristics which we've been raised with from movies, from magazines, celebrities, um, a whole bunch of stuff, which has sort of dampened that essence of femininity and forcing essentially a subconscious rejection of it so not allowing myself to fully accept who i am and it's it's very confusing it's very disembodying as as i in the past i had to shut down certain aspects of myself so when i would be able to tune into people and read them or i'd be able to see what was wrong or be able to hear things um hear beings hear spirits i would I have to shut it down because people will just look at me like you're an absolute fruitcake. Mm. Like, what, what are you like? What? So, without having that network around me, the easiest way for me to survive was to shut it down because mm. uh, I was surrounded by a lot of, let's say, closed minded people. Mm-hmm. Um, so that connection to nature and spirituality really sort of shut down for a while um, until I had a massive awakening, so to speak. Mm, tell us a bit more about the awakening. Uh, so the first awakening, I was, how old was I? I was like 1920. And fun enough, it was my mum who sent me uh, the documentary Zeitgeist. Mm. So if you remember, it was this old documentary sort of elucidated how the world really works and was very illuminating for me. And it helped me start to reconnect to energies which I had inside of me, stuff which I had shut down. And then for the next couple of years, I got very much into conspiracy theories, which was a lot of fun. And I then had a, I would say my my first major, major spiritual awakening. I say that's like the secondary major, but the first major one is when I moved to Edinburgh. And I started reading books. I remember reading a book by Barbara Marciniak, Bringers of the Dawn. And that just hit me like an absolute ton of bricks. I just started getting downloads and visions of me, my star family, um, 
like spiritual codes and everything and i started to see things from a completely different angle and it was pretty much off the back of a festival which i went to in 2012 called the boom festival mm-hmm. it was in portugal and i had my first ever psychedelic experience and that in typical fashion i felt connection to oneness my illusions of reality just disappeared. They all melted away and I could see life for what it was. And I finally understood the gifts that people had said that I have. Mm. And I started to accept, started to accept who I am and who I was at that time. I started realizing actually maybe this feminine, this femininity and this feminine energy, which I hold inside of me is a gift and not actually a curse. Mm. Wow, sounds like a pretty deep dive and a very quick kind of a deep dive into other realms and uh, kind of opening a portal into other dimensions, you could say, isn't it? Very much so. And I'm very much, well, I used to be very much all or nothing. So I was like 100 miles an hour in mm-hmm. and I would just, it would literally be as if I was excavating information and knowledge and i would just get lost in it um for significant amount of time and then i'll come up for air right and that was it was always interesting wow sounds like a very full-on experience on on many 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 levels yeah you you can definitely say that (laughs) (laughs) well tell us a little bit more about spiritual medicines what what does that mean and what, how does that manifest itself in your daily life so in my daily life that manifests itself through meditation but also a lot through connection with her with herbs the herbal kingdom nature mother earth and it's something which i am eternally close with and blessed with because i've just had this connection with her and plants for such a such a long time and very much hiding it. It's only been since I actually started studying herbalism and naturopathy that I really got back into it. And recently I had an experience in on my birthday in April um, around going into the woods and accepting who it is that I am and what it is that I'm here to bring uh, and embody. And in essence, I had a coronation of the wild man, the man who is one with nature and one within himself, um, balancing both feminine and masculine, or the ability to balance them, because you always end up going one between the other, depending on which situation you are in. But this connection to nature and being able to talk with her whenever I like is very much how I work with these medicines, and it's because these plants have their own codes, they have their own technology, spiritual technology, their own information. And when you start connecting with them, definitely on a spiritual level, on a consciousness level, you can start accessing it. And they are very happy to share it with you as long as you come in with respect and with humility and gratitude. If you don't come in with these three essential uh, qualities, they're going to be a bit like, no. Like, why should should I share it with you? You are egotistical, you're arrogant. This is not, you're not going to be of service to people. You may be of service to yourself, 
but they very much teach you and teach what they've taught me about service to others and being of service to others and allowing the information to pass through me. And I've created relationships with quite a few plants where I speak to their consciousness and I can see what they look like within the consciousness, within the spiritual realm aspect. And each and every single plant looks different and they sound different and they feel different. So you'll be able to feel it within in your body, the energy that they hold. You know, some are more gentle, some are a bit more stern, some are a bit more playful. And they also, and as I'm able to hear them as well, like I, I will hear that in their tones of voice and in the messages which they give. And then you can act, I can access their codes. So they will literally, for me, either give it to me in spiritual coding or they'll give it to me in a form of a DNA strand. And I can extract that and use that within myself. And I've also been able to use it with a few clients as well who have felt certain symptoms and I can almost download the information into them with their permission, of course, and their symptoms start alleviating. Wow. That is absolutely fascinating. Thank you so much for elaborating so openly about your connection with plants and this deep, deep wisdom that they're sharing with you. Do you, sorry, go on. No, no, no. It's an absolute pleasure. Yeah. I mean, would you mind sharing a bit more about what, what do you feel would be the, the one plant that you connect with most closely? Or do you have that kind of a relationship Ooh. with a whole variety of plants? Oh, that's a tough question. <laughs> <laughs> I would say in certain moments, there are certain plants which I am called more to nep. Sometimes it's one, sometimes it's a few. And the ones I've been connecting with more recently has been Mugwort, Artemisia vulgaris, uh, because she also holds the energy of the goddess Artemis. Mm. So the goddess of the hunt, the goddess of nature, the goddess of the moon, uh, very much a lot of justice behind the energy and a very like comforting energy, very much like I've got you, it's okay. Okay, like you can go and you can go and run wild. I have you on this journey. And there are certain other herbs like lavender, for instance, which I love. And most people will think, oh, lavender, that's a very feminine herb. And all I can say is, no, it's so masculine. <laughs> its energy is like that of a samurai. When I connected to it on a journey with it, it literally came to me and it looked like a samurai with a sword. I was like, holy guacamole, what on earth is happening? And such stern, beautiful, poised energy. And at times, that's exactly that's what I need. And it's it's very much what I'm called to in that point in time. A herb will come in my head and I'll be like, ah, I need to connect with this. And it's funny because when that usually happens, there's also a client who's also going to be in the woodworks who's going to need that plant also. So I find it's like the plant is calling me and then it calls to someone else as well. Mm. Wow, I have goosebumps as you're talking about that. And I resonate very strongly with that deep, deep connection with plants. So thank you. Thank you for sharing about that. My pleasure. It's my pleasure. It's uh, part of the, the, the beautiful gifts of the feminine that allows you to do so. You know, if you were fully embodied in the masculine and you had no feminine, it's not possible. Because this, this type of connection and openness really comes with the feminine aspects. 
Mm. Well, thank you for opening yourself up to that gift and uh, accepting it as, as, as a big part of yourself, because I think you are sharing incredibly valuable medicine with, with so many people. And I think our listeners will be very grateful for the messages that you are giving us as well. Thank you. Yeah, well, I would love to hear a little bit more about this coronation of the wild man. Would you mind elaborating a little bit more about what that process was like for you? And sure, what kind of led you to that point? Okay, so there was a book which I was reading by Robert Bly called Iron John. And he very much was talking about reclaiming your... Uh, like in essence masculinity but more your the way i perceive it is more your adulthood so how to move from a child state into a fully adult mature state and it's it was a process of learning and then reconditioning myself a lot and realizing the patterns of where uh, certain people well specifically the mother my mother would hold certain keys to the adult world for me and would almost in essence be holding them back uh, mostly subconsciously not uh, not consciously and it was a case of having to stand in my own power and reclaim it for myself without asking it's almost a case of i have to go take this because it is my rightful uh, gift and these type of gifts aren't given you have to earn them and you have to go and take them and the culmination of it on my birthday i was in ceremony with uh, my little mushroom friends and very much my intention was to reconnect with love and understand what love is uh, the first part of that was honoring myself and learning to love myself and nature showed me a way to do that through all the work that I had been doing so we connected I was speaking to the mushroom spirits I was speaking with the nature where I was in the woods and I literally had the vision of a man in the wild walking through the woods, uh, in essence, coming up to me. And it was as if he placed his crown onto my head. And I just felt this ultimate shiver and down my spine, down all of my body, just getting goosebumps. And it was just as if he had coronated me. And I heard the words, you have now been coronated as the wild man. You are the wild. There is no more thinking. There is no more trying. You are. And I felt that within every single cell of my body. And I just, oh, I don't know how to describe it. It was just a, a beautiful unification and coronation process. So it was as if sun and pure golden light were shining down into my crown, through my body and into every single one of my cells and recharging it and restructuring it. And it was incredible mm. and yeah that's essentially what happened in a very short nutshell i'm sure it took much longer than that but if i summarize it that is essentially what happened mm. sounds like a very powerful very deep process of of remembering and reclaiming your gifts in that moment kind of reigniting that that energy in your dna rather than something new coming to you, you just remembering who you truly are in essence. Completely agreed. And I love the quote from Graham Hancock. I remember from ages ago, it's like we are a society with amnesia. Mm. 
and each and every single one of us has amnesia because we forget where we come from we forget who we truly are and these moments of remembrance are absolutely incredible and for me they they mean the world to me because they they help me become all who i am and who i am meant to be and it's a peeling back of all the stuff that i thought was me but wasn't me was as a result of conditioning and it just melts it all away and it melts it all away and I really feel the divine mother and the divine feminine really coming in and allowing it to just melt away and to come into place more and more and more. Mm. Well, thank you truly for opening up to this ancient wisdom. And as I said before, accepting who you are, because what you've shared with us today is, is absolutely beautiful. And I'm feeling it in a very, very, deep place within myself uh, and to hear your words spoken from such a place of humility and understanding and connection. It's, it's just lovely to hear that, especially from, from a man, because a lot of my guest speakers on this podcast are women and you are bringing in this very beautiful masculine perspective and angle and energy, which at the same time just radiates with that sacred feminine power. So thank you for that. Absolute pleasure. Thank you very much for honoring it. Mm. Now, Alex, I understand that you also have a gift for our listeners. Would you mind elaborating on that? Yes, I do. So I have this meditation, which I, which I do, and it really helps me to connect on, on multiple levels. And it's a, a seven stage, a seven, I call it a seven point seven stage meditation. And it's focusing on the star of David, um, you want to call it the Merkaba, whatever you wish, but that type of uh, symbol. And I always start with gratitude. And then it's always gratitude based on uh, gratitude for what you have, for what you've done for others, for what others have done for you. And then it's forgiveness. And then it's you forgive yourself for everything that you've done to you. You forgive uh, yourself for what you've done to others and what others have done to you. And then you move on to the compassion. So there's compassion for yourself for where you are and where you have come from and compassion for others for where they are and where they have come from. And then you move on to self-esteem. So you, all the self-esteem that you need to give to yourself, you give to yourself. You then move on to self-respect because self-respect is so, so important and finding out something which a lot of people may think they have, but when you dig deeper, you, you find that you do things which aren't fully in integrity or self-respect. And then the sixth point is self-love. So you focus on saying to yourself, which all embody self-love. You love every aspect of yourself, your, your injuries, your so-called imperfections. You love your so-called perfections. You love every aspect of yourself. And then from that, you actually draw, we see a circle connecting all the dots of the, of each point and once that's all connected you have unconditional love and you meditate on that and you allow it to just pour through from your heart and it expands through all of your body and you can sit in that for as long as you like mm. well that sounds absolutely wonderful i'm looking forward to listening to that meditation myself and i will include the 
link to this meditation as part of the intro text to this interview as well. Now, Alex, if our listeners wanted to get hold of you or work with you, how would they find you? Okay, so you can find me on Instagram with the username healthy underscore pillars, or you can go to my website, healthypillars.com, and you can send me an email at alex at healthy pillars. If you want to talk to me, if you want to book in a consultation, um, I, I'm here. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much for all the information you've given us today, Alex. It's been an absolute blessing to have you with us today. Thank you for allowing me to be here and to share. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Now, just for a moment, everybody, let's focus our attention and our intention on this beautiful, magical energy that's been activated during today's talk. And then send this energy to everybody on our planet, everywhere on our planet, to remember that we truly are all one. And the more of us have the courage to step truly into our sacred feminine power, the more our planet will continue shifting and changing its vibration. Thank you for being here and thank you for listening.